You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. And it's the month of love. I can't believe it's February already. Can you? Sure I can. Why do people always say, I can't believe it's, why can't you believe it is? I don't know. I feel like just like time flies really fast. Well, I mean, time is what it is. When you have as good a life as Clinton Wilkins has, time flies. I mean, I think it probably does. When when you have a life like normal people have, time can tend to drag sometimes. I mean, it's not, my life's not always rainbows and unicorns all the time, but you know what? I have a pretty good life. I won't, I won't lie to you. And and that's great that you have a good life because you do you uh, you have a, an important role in in our community and what you do, mortgages and and your business and you guys uh, what are you at now? You've surpassed a billion dollars uh, a yeah, while we're, ago. We're, now we're almost at one point three billion. One point three billion dollars. Yeah, in total and, and total uh, deals over the 5, years. Fifty one hundred transactions or so. Yeah. So I mean that's a lot of transactions and yeah. I you know I always say like we've seen everything but every day we see something new in a city like obviously Halifax where mm-hmm. obviously mortgages have gone up however though that 1.3 billion or whatever those transactions compared to what you would get to that same time in Toronto where the numbers are going to be much the bigger the time right? frame would definitely be different, different it, yeah. our transactions here are much smaller right now our average transaction somewhere around 330,000 yeah that's the average yeah and the average home price here in Halifax is somewhere around you know $500,000 you know, plus or minus. Right, right. So it's the month of love. So we're going to be talking about loving your home, and we can talk about uh, some other dynamics, of course. Of uh, we'll see what, what what we can. And you know, into this. everyone's talking about love right now, but like, what happens when maybe love goes wrong? Love maybe goes we'll talk wrong. about that a maybe little bit later. About the, on. about the last segment. Yeah, we don't know, want we, to be we, a buzzkill. We, we want to be very positive, <laughs> and I think we're very positive in general. As you know, it's not maybe the best time for everyone. We're cognizant yeah. of that. Yep. Um, but we made it through one of the toughest months of the year being January. So, yeah. you know, every time a new month really comes around, I'm kind of re-energized. Right. You know, when there's a new week that happens, a new Monday, you know, it's almost like a fresh start. And, you know, I think for February for some people is a is a great time to have a fresh start as well. Yeah, for sure. One of the negative parts of all of this is is interest rates. Let's mm-hmm. let's dis- let's discuss that. So we are now at the four four point five. Is that where we're at? The uh, the key overnight rate. So yeah. the prime rate now is six point seven percent. Right. Um, and obviously that has an impact to consumers. It had an immediate impact when the Bank of Canada met. Um, and that's something that we really need to be cognizant of. Not everyone is having a great time. People's cost of borrowing certainly has increased significantly over the last nine months or mm-hmm. since March last. Year, so I guess yeah. now we're going on 10 or 11 months, yeah. and it's starting to work. Even Tiff, the governor of the Bank of Canada, come out, he came out yeah. and said, You know what? We are seeing results, inflation is starting to slow, they still need more time. Yeah, he's cognizant of obviously not everyone is is being impacted the same right. we know this yeah but the people that certainly have a variable rate mortgage they've seen the impacts if you have any debt tied to the yeah. overnight rate there has been impacts businesses have had impacts banks had impacts and it's starting to slow the economy which is really what they are trying to do what about foreclosures what have we heard about foreclosures i think there we're starting to see some cracks in the banks and the uh, ceos of the big five certainly met and they are starting to see some implications that there's starting to be some losses still very, very low. Yeah. And the arrears are actually lower than where they were in like 2019. But they're expecting that the arrears are going to start becoming 1% and 2% as the year goes on. Right. I think with COVID, people had a bit of a Band-Aid. You know, there were a lot of government programs. They were really able to, you know, protect their finances. Mm-hmm. And now we've come through that period. People are back out spending. They're yeah. eating out. Yeah. They're traveling. Yeah. And you know what? That's, I think, negatively impacting people's financial position. So, you know, I think there certainly are going to be some losses. I think there's going to be more bankruptcies. I think there's going to be some foreclosures. But 
I think it's normal. Yeah. You know, it's not that necessarily people are going to be so negatively impacted by where the rates are. Yes, it is an impact, but it's not the only impact. Right. So when people give you a call and they feel as though that they're on the cusp of foreclosure or being in arrears or whatever it might be, what's the conversation like? What do you, because sometimes maybe that things aren't as bad as they think they are sometimes. I always say when people are feeling like they're going into a bad financial position, call us before you get there. You know when you're starting to feel and see the cracks. Call us, especially if you have equity in your home. There's lots of solutions. For some borrowers, we're choosing to increase the amortization. So some borrowers are taking, you know, they might have 10, 15, 20 years left, and we're deciding to extend the amortization to 25 or 30 years. Right. I have some clients who are in a variable rate mortgage now that are choosing to break their mortgage early and go into another variable at a longer amortization. But don't get me wrong. We're doing more fixed rates today than we were even a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Some consumers need to take a fixed rate because they're qualifying on that lower rate. Right. And today, fixed is cheaper than variable. Yeah. Will it be in a year? Probably not. Right. But sometimes a year makes a big difference to people. Yeah. So, you know. Well, we- and of course, and not sorry to interrupt you, but one of the big selling features of the variable, and it may be worth it for somebody to pay a little more right now because, as you said, it could in the long run benefit them. But you can break that. So if anybody feels that there might be any reason why they may need to break that mortgage, the Take variable, variable rate. do the variable because, explain for those who don't know. When you break a fixed rate mortgage early, and we actually put out a, a, a blog just a couple a couple days ago uh, about why there are maybe some negative implications to a fixed rate. Because obviously fixed rates, about 60% of Canadians traditionally take a fixed. If you break your mortgage early, if you're in a fixed rate, you're going to pay three months interest or an interest rate differential, which is ever higher. Mm-hmm. The banks are like the casinos Always and win. they never lose. Right. So I think that's something that you really need to think about. There's a very high percentage of Canadians who break their term early. I would say right now, more Canadians are trying to stay out their terms, especially if you're in a very low fixed rate. You want to ride that to the end. Mm-hmm. I have customers that are up for renewal this year. I had to talk to one today that has a renewal in July. They want to refinance and they're weighing the pros and cons. Should we just ride out our low, low fixed rate until July? Or do we want to do our refinance now? You know, I think it depends. Everybody's situation is a little bit different. In this case, they had some unsecured debt. They want to clean up their situation and maybe it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's situation is a right. little bit different. But with a variable rate, the really nice thing, if you need to break it, three months interest. So it has the lowest penalty. Mm-hmm. And the other reason people are taking the variable, yep. they think the fixed are quite high, which they are. Yep. You can always convert your variable into a fixed with no penalty. But you can't convert the fixed to a variable. You can't go you right. can't go the other way. Yes. You could always go variable to fixed, but you can't go fixed to variable. So I think that's something that you really need to However, think about. something you could do is you could go a one year fixed. Yeah, well, certainly people are taking some shorter terms. Yes. Not as many one and two years taught as you would think. Right. Because they're still pretty high. You know, the banks they oh, they, right? they know. So they the know. The banks always win. Oh, the banks. So what would win. a one year fixed be compared to a five year Maybe like six percent. Six percent. For a one year fixed. Yeah. That's kind of in that range. It and what's a variable right now? About six percent. About six percent. So yeah. similar. So you're not getting. You're not not really, gaining or not losing. Gain or losing no. rates, right? And um, the other the other component to that, I guess, is that uh, if you did a one year fixed, then you're going to have to deal with that administration again. again, right? You're dealing and with. The we same don't know thing. where the rates are going to be Who knows in a where year, be. and you don't know where your situation will be in a year. Exactly, and yeah. I think that's really where we're seeing some clients transacting now. So another reason why we're seeing maybe some midterm transactions where people are like, you know what, now is the right time. Another variable is we don't know what's happening with property values. Right. Here's the elephant in the room. Our values down. I don't think they are, but there's certainly way less transactions happening. Yep. And, you know, I've heard the stat 
that this this January was one of the slowest of Januarys of all time well, here in Halifax for yeah. real estate transactions. Yeah. So uh, later in the show, we're actually going to be bringing on a realtor. I think in our next segment, I'm yep. stealing a little bit of your thunder, Todd. Uh, we're going to bring on a realtor, and uh, we really want to hear from him. Hey, you're doing my job right now. I am. I, James I, Dwyer. I'm just. I'm like. I'm teeing it up. I'm teeing <laughs> it up. Uh, we're going to bring him on to discuss. You know, improving your home is that a good idea? Yeah. We all want to love our home and maybe we yeah. want to love our home a little bit more. So we want to hear from him if yeah. improving your home is a good idea. Yeah. But I also am curious to hear from a realtor's perspective, what's going on in the market. All right. So as far as like uh, to use the word trepidation, I'm not sure that that's a bit uh, perhaps hi- hyperbolic, but mm-hmm. is there, I, I, I'm sensing that that kind of feeling of trepidation out there, of panic does not exist in this city. I think people have kind of exhaled. We're getting our feet underneath us again. I you think say? people were hitting the pause button yeah. to do real estate transactions in some ways, Todd. I think that there were certainly a few months where we weren't seeing the transactions we normally would. And I would say it was even slowing into the back half of last year. Um, but November, December, January, we're pretty slow, but we're seeing a lot more transactions happening now. Yeah. And believe it or not, us coming into February, I'm actually predicting this February may be busier than last February. Really? Tell as me why. As strange as that is, I'm really projecting things to be 15, 20% slower. Some lenders are thinking it's going to be like 35% slower. Right, yeah. Just what's going on with rates and real estate and really across the country. Yeah. Halifax, we are more resilient because... You know what? We've never really had the big boom. Yes, we've had double-digit growth. That's not sustainable, and I think things are going to balance out. All right, so uh, later on the show, we're going to talk to James Dwyer. We're going to talk about a potentially matrimonial breakdown and relationships and what people need to know about going. So we got lots coming And up. we want to talk about maybe refinancing and improving your property and uh, lots more. All right, that, and as Clinton says, lots more coming up in Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.